This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Dylan Cease will take his first pro plate appearance. He never batted even in the minor leagues. And he's got a base hit <laughs> in his first career at bat. Yes, oh, no. Dylan Cease, a high drive to right, way back there. And it's off the wall. Garcia to third. He's two for two, and he just missed the home run. Oh, my goodness, he did it again. The ceasefire continues. That's three for three. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Thank you. Uh, Cease development is working. What, 20 strikeouts in his last two starts uh, in Cincinnati and Detroit. But, man, is he stepping up. That is your back end of the rotation guy. So that uh, helps things for the White Sox as they are missing uh, some position players, some of their best dudes in the lineup. Ostrowski and Horvat, happy Cinco de Mayo. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast. Are we on uh, the portion of the calendar where every day is something? Was Star Wars Day yesterday? I'm not a big Star Wars guy, so I always lose track of that, and I have no idea what that means. Yeah, uh, hot take. Not a big Star Wars guy. My son loves Ooh. Star Wars, so like when we went to Disney, um, I, don't, I don't. So it's, it's weird because growing up, like my dad was a huge Star Wars guy. I don't think I've ever sat through any of the movies, though. I just I can't get into it, man. Which is weird. Same. Fantasy stuff. Same. Really? But are, are, are you what? Do you watch Mandalorian? No, I don't watch Mandalorian either. That's the only Disney series I actually like. I even watched the Mighty Ducks series, but That's I don't cool. watch that one. Do you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we're in the middle of watching it. My okay. son enjoys it a lot, so that's cool. Yeah, but I've I've also never been a Star Wars guy. Never been a Star Wars guy. That's it's shocking. And I've got some of the guys uh, in the chat that work on the show, except for Jake Ellie, saying, "Yeah, not into Star Wars. That's weird." Well, usually, they, usually I I get looks like I I'm an alien when I say I'm not. I've just never been into it. Yeah, and I like like Lord of the Rings. I like Game of Thrones. I like stuff like that, but I just never got into Star Wars, even as a kid. Um, I get why people do like it, though. See, it seems cool enough. I don't know, man. I just <laughs> it seems so cool enough. There's so many of them now that like. I, I okay, don't... okay. Here's what it is, and it was ruined for me. Um, I was in high school and went to the movies and it's when I forget which one it was called. Cause I'm not into this stuff. Yeah. The, f- the first star Wars I saw 
in a theater that I sat there for the entire movie was the Jar Jar Binks one. And you probably have no idea what I'm talking about, which many people tell me is by far the worst one. So that was my first real full on Star Wars experience. Yeah. Everybody hated that. I had no, I had no interest in going back and watching all of them. Yeah. No, same here. Um, But again, no knock. If you do like Star Wars, may the fourth be with you. Um, (laughs) And it's now May 5th. I don't oh, know. That's what it is. Yeah. And yeah, it's now like, thank God. Now we're on to a real holiday where I could drink some margaritas and eat some tacos. And oh yeah. 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 It's already all planned out for today. Well, so, so you know this, the kids, no matter what holiday it is, they end up uh, drawing stuff and bringing it home. Yeah. And uh, on Friday, my daughter brought stuff for Cinco de Mayo. And I was quite confused when I saw it laying on the kitchen counter because I'm like, wait a second, is that it looked like the Crichton Leprechaun. Do you remember that story from a few years back that went viral? Yeah, I saw the. I saw it. <laughs> it exactly like it. No, seriously. I mean, also a great, a, a great job by her, but it looked exactly identical, man. That, I got That was one of the few times I actually laughed out loud at something on social media. So I went. I went back and I had to watch that news story like ten times because it is the funniest thing. It Go really check is. out my my timeline at Joe O six seventy Horvat. At Ryan Horvet on Twitter. Let's talk about today's MLB card. No more wasting time. Yeah. Sides and totals. Um, chronological first. And then we'll kind of bounce around because we've got a morning game. This game's going to start before we get off the air. Yeah. And it is the White Sox and the Reds getaway day here. Dallas Keuchel against Sonny Gray. The Reds are favored. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Reds are favored. That's interesting to me because... I was leaning White Sox. Reds are minus 130. White Sox are plus 116. A total of eight. Reds against lefties, not very good. 28th and on base, 27th and weighted runs created plus. I, I'm looking at the White Sox as the dog, and there's actually something else I like. Dare I say it? Say Dallas it. Keuchel, under three and a half strikeouts. Under? Under three and a half, juice to the over. He has six starts and he has gone over three and a half twice. First start of the year, he had four. His last start, he had four. Four is his peak. Do it. Don't hate it. Can I ask you a question? What am I missing with this game? Because uh, this morning when I woke up, I woke up a little bit early. I believe the Fox were favorites, uh, minus 125. Now, Cincinnati, I'm seeing you just said minus 130 over on points bet, minus 133. I never saw saw the Sox as favorites. What am I missing here? Okay. uh, The Reds are two and five in their last seven at home. They're terrible in interleague games, 25 and 75 in their last 100 as the underdog. Also, they've got nine of their last 13 games. I get it because Sonny Gray's on the mound, but Sonny Gray has been terrible this year. 0 and 2, 593 ERA and three starts. Just absolutely rocked by the Cardinals the last time I backed him back on April 23rd. Gave up five runs on six hits. In fact, he didn't make it into the fourth inning. He went three and two-thirds in that one. Keuchel's on the mound. uh, One and one this year. I get the ERAs up there a little bit. But in the start before – so he had a bad start in the last one. Gave up four hits, four walks, and six innings against Cleveland. But before that, he went uh, six shutout innings. So I don't know what I'm missing here with the Reds struggling, losing nine of their last 13 games. Uh, what do you for, think? What do you think it should be? Nothing. What do you think it should be? I, I figured Pick the Sox is like minus. I figured it'd be about even, but I figured the Sox would be favored. Um, I still like Chicago. I, I don't think I could back yeah. Sox right now. He has not looked good, but 
the line movement here scares me off a little bit, but I think I would lean with that Keiko the under strikeouts. I don't yep. hate that. And I think for me, it would probably be socks or nothing, even with the Reds favorite, even with Sonny Gray on the mound. Now, maybe he does get right again today, but uh, I don't know. I don't see it. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, let's hit another afternoon game before we bounce around with all the night games. San Francisco, Colorado, Logan Webb against Sonny Gray. Okay, so Webb for the Giants in his last 72 plate appearances against Colorado. The Rockies are hitting 364 against him. And for Gray against San Fran, last 103 ABs, they're hitting 320, 381 on base, and 888 OPS. A 493 FIP. At course, should we just be looking at the over 10, as crazy as that sounds, or the first five, over five and a half? Yeah, most likely in this matchup, especially. You know, Logan Webb, one and two this season, ERA around four. And also, like, now what are your thoughts on John Gray? That's the question. I mean, because he's been all right this season. He's three and he two. Has. He has. He has. He's been, he's been poor against San Francisco. Yeah. Brandon Belt is... In 26 at-bats, he's got a 14-18 OPS yeah. against him, hitting almost 500. Alex Dickerson has also uh, has a couple homers and 11 at-bats against him. I don't know. I'm not – I understand he's looking pretty good this year, but I'm probably not backing him. Yeah, like historically, you mentioned his struggles against the Giants. He's 1-6. His ERA is over six in those appearances. Allowed four earned runs, uh, nine hits, and a 7-2 loss to Arizona this last Friday. And also, man, I, I can't back the Giants either. Uh, if you look at Logan Webb, one in six in his last seven road starts are the yeah. Giants. I think the, I think the overs the play here, and that would probably be all I would play. I can't trust John Gray. Can't trust Logan Webb on the road. So probably the over in this one, of course. Horvat, I hate that I like a lot of totals, and that's because we have a lot of bad pitching going today, right? Do you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. Um. When is John Means going to get his respect? He's an underdog again. 27% K rate. He's got a sub-2 ERA still. I know it's a 3-6-2 FIP, but Baltimore, first five or full game. I think you've got to look at that going against Seattle and Kikuchi. Yeah, I love Baltimore today, and I can't believe that I'm saying that. Yeah, I mean, when is Means going to start getting his respect? Because he's got the 170 ERA. You expect that to... You expect him to come back down to earth a little bit, but it's been six starts now. You know what I mean? They're 5-0 and in his last five starts, following a quality start in his last appearance. Just a stupid trend, but I love Baltimore today, and I love Means. Might take a look at some props a little bit later on, but it would probably be Baltimore or nothing in that spot for me today. Yeah, I agree. Okay, moving later. Give, give me some uh, games that you like. Yeah, so, man, I would love to uh, fade the Cubs today with Walker Buehler on the mound because that's been going all mm. too well for Chicago as they take – two from the Dodgers yesterday. Um, and that's not a terrible price. Or I was going to maybe look at uh, what you and Ranji like to do and maybe look at Walker Bueller to pick up the victory. Last I saw, and this may have changed, I'm frozen up here a little bit, minus 175 only, the price on the Dodgers today against the Cubs at Wrigley. Uh, what are your thoughts on that one? I do expect the Dodgers to get right here. They're 4-12, and oh. the last worst team in the National League. Anytime people start buying into the Cubs, uh, they come back down to earth. So I kind of like the Dodgers, and I wouldn't even hate I was expecting that to be like minus 200, maybe even minus 220 with Bueller on the mound. I get he hasn't been fantastic, but it's the Cubs, man. Oh, it's a lot cheaper than that. It's a lot cheaper than what you said. Minus 157 on points bet. Minus 157. How cheap is that? 
sometimes like I know they're running bad, but sometimes you have to take a step back and say, hold up. It's the best team in baseball, right? I know they're not hitting right now, right? But they're, they're playing against the Cubs and it's Bueller on our side. L's a lie on their side. Yeah. Like this is, this is a discount, right? Yeah. Massive discount. It's just, is are they going to get it right today? That's your big question. Um, I, I don't see a, a number for Walt Bueller's pitching prop to get a win yet, but uh, plus 100 if you want to play the run line, which I do not suggest doing. I never do. No, I don't either. And then, um, yeah, so so I'll hold off on that one right now, but I, I, that's more of a fade on the Cubs, who I just don't expect to take three from the Dodgers. Uh, and then the other one I was looking at, I wanted to get your opinion on real quick, was just the Brewers against the Phillies. Brewers uh, do fall again last night, but Freddie Peralta gets the ball today for the yeah. Brewers, and he's fourth in all baseball. I had to like double check this with a forty point two percent strikeout rate. I'm going to be looking at that prop uh, a little bit later on, but he's also three and zero this season, two twenty five ERA across five starts, twenty eight total innings, going against Chase Anderson, former Brewer who has uh, not been great. I love the Brewers today uh, to get some revenge on the Phillies and to beat up on Chase Anderson. Obviously, no real history against the Brewers because oh. he was a Brewer for how many years, but he's 1-3 this season, uh, ERA 540, 19 strikeouts overall only. This is more a fade on Chase Anderson, and I'm going to continue to back Freddie Peralta, so I kind of like the, the Brewers today, tonight. It's been, it's been a tough series, a lot of one-run games, right? Uh, yeah. Some comebacks late, at least uh, some rallies going. The only thing that really grabbed my eye was the strikeout prop for Anderson, but it's juiced so high. But when I see a starter with a four and a half K prop against Milwaukee, I'm going to consider it, but it's juiced too high for my liking. Even if it is Chase Anderson. Yeah. I, I don't I mean, want it's yeah, that. no, I hear you. I, I'm not betting it. I just, I was just mentioning it. Right. Uh, so I don't hate the Brewers again. Don't hate Bre the Dodgers. What do you think about some scoring in Atlanta, Washington? I I hate that I'm looking at a lot of these overs, especially the way, the way things have uh, played. But Max Freed, um, let's see, recently against Washington, 58 plate appearances. They're hitting 380 against them. They have a 4.49 FIP. And Washington against lefties. We're talking about a sample size of 241 plate appearances, people. Number one in average, number one in on base, number two in OPS, number three in weighted runs created plus. We could see some scoring here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that we can. And if you look at it, like Washington hitters, 50 at-bats, 58 plate appearances. Starlin Castro, Trey Turner have homers against them. They hit 380 against Freed all time. Uh, I think I, for me, it'd be the over in this one. Braves Nationals, I, yeah. do like, I like way too many totals, and I've been getting burned on That's, totals. Both of them playing a lot of unders lately, man. That, that concerns me. And since we are focused on the starters, maybe we should uh, look at – First fives. We'll hit on that in the lightning bets. Anything else? Any other games we have not mentioned you want to address? You know, I may – I'm going to hold off on this one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a look at a prop uh, revolving around involving uh, the Detroit Tigers and Boston Red Sox with Casey Mize on the mound today. Uh, he has a great one and three. I can't, I can't bet on the Tigers, man. I can't. Well, you shouldn't. They're 0-6 in their last six. They, they are not a good baseball team. But I might look at some uh, strikeout props in that one. Not just not good. They are by far the worst team in baseball. They're on a level all by themselves. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat will keep the baseball conversation rolling with Sean Zarillo from the Action Network on the BetQL Audio Network. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Choo-choo. Swing and a ball ripped right field. Betts going back. It's over his head. David Bodie walks it off. Here comes KB. And the Cubs sweep the doubleheader. Cubs win. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. So the Cubs sweep the Dodgers on, what was that, Tuesday? It's Wednesday. And now we're taking a look at today's car, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat on the bet, 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM, HD2 in Chicago, 93.1 FM, HD3 in Los Angeles. And as always, the Odyssey app. So you get word that DeGrom is not making his start on Tuesday, not on the injured list yet. They're going to they're gonna wait. They're going to see what happens. But you, you can't help but jump if you're a sports better. I was getting DMs yesterday before I even saw the news. Like, okay, um, DeGrom, okay, I got to put a bet here and a bet there. I'd say slow down. I understand if you want to jump the market before all these numbers move too much, but we don't have the information. We don't even know if he's really going to miss any more time here. But it's worth having a conversation because even though we're only a month into the season, Horvy, um, <laughs> you really have to look at it and say, yeah, you know, he's the runaway winner. As yeah. long as he makes his starts, he's going to win the award. And I agree with that, but if he misses a number of them and you have some other starters that have a higher war, now this thing is completely wide open. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I took a look yesterday. The, the thing that jumped off the page for me right away was, well, you got, so Jake DeGrom's plus 100. So no, no value there. Corbin Burns, four to one. Okay. How about Brandon Woodruff? Now 18 to one with what? The fourth, fifth best odds in the National League to win Cy Young. Aaron Nola, 14 to 1, Trevor Bauer, 11 to 1. Man, when we gave out that, when I gave out that Woodruff pick uh, months ago and was shamed for it, now doesn't seem so dumb. Brandon Woodruff, 18 to 1. Uh, you brought up you, Darvish, earlier. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on a second. Yeah. Is it, aren't the Woodruff odds exactly what you bet on them before the season? 
No, I think uh, Woodruff was 35 to 1, maybe 40 to 1. No, he was half. He was 20 and Burns was 40. Yeah, Burns was 40. There you go. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, with Woodruff. Good point. Good point. Uh, Darvish twenty to one though uh, intrigues me. If, if you I, time. that's why I circled back to it when we were talking with Sean Zarillo a little bit. That he's got the name value. He had a, a Cy Young caliber season last year, and I don't think they're going to carry over. I, I expect the voters to just take a look at twenty twenty one since we're actually going to have a one sixty two game season. But his best. It's be- it can be better than any of these other dudes. Like, we could take some longer shots, fine. But don't you feel like there's value in 20? Like I, I seeked out Darvish before I even went down the odds board. My first thought was, I wonder what Darvish is. I hope it went down a little bit. And to see 20, what was he, around seven before the season started? That yeah. seems pretty enticing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, with Darvish, you worry about the same thing yeah, that you worry every year. Obviously, his health. Uh, is he going to make every single start? But he, he's been great. And so I don't think that that's uh, 20 to 1. I think there's still great value there. Because other than that, I feel like it's just a donation. You know, even with Max Scherzer, 20 to 1. Um, let, let me throw let me throw a long let me throw a long shot. Okay. Long shot. A guy that has a higher F4 just barely than Darvish. But I mentioned him a couple weeks ago and you guys laughed. You guys did laugh at me, and it's still a big number, probably for good reason. What about Urias? Mm, what's that at now? He's he's seventh in the NL in F four among starters, and it's seventy to one. Man, seventy to one. I, I I mean, if you're gonna take a shot with a long shot, right? The numbers are there. If he could stay consistent, doesn't end up on the IL. Seventy to one. I mean, there you go. There, there's a long shot for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're you're getting. You know what's crazy? I don't really understand that number. Because you're getting 70 to 1 with him. And then I'm like going through this list looking at long shots. Kyle Hendricks right now is 60 to 1. And he's been terrible this season, minus last year. That's what I'm saying. So 70 to 1, great value right there if you want to take a shot with a long shot. Well, the reason is, is um, he's viewed as the third or fourth best starter in the rotation, right? Right. Which is why, I mean, but hell, man, that's like the same thing that Sean brought up, like, you know, with Corbin Burns. Is, is he even going to be the best starter in that rotation for the Brewers all year long? Because nobody's talking about Freddie Peralta. And there was a chance going into the season he was going to be a spot starter. Instead, he's became their third starter. So, um, yeah, I think that that's good value. That doesn't really bother me right there. And if you're going to take a shot with a long shot, I really love those odds. You know, you, you, the thing with Burns and already, I know he's got five starts and the other guys have seven. But already there are other starters that we're talking about that have thrown 14, 15 more innings than him. And that's the thing, man, like especially with that bullpen, because that was a big question mark for the Brewers was the bullpen just because they've lost a couple of those arms, you know, that they've had in the past, like Corey Knable, who's in Los Angeles right now. But Devin Williams has really found it as their setup, man. You have Josh Hader and then you got guys that could go long innings in the bullpen as well. Like that's the thing is council's not going to let these guys throw 90, 95 pitches. They'll be out of that game by the sixth inning, especially because like, if you look at the way that the Brewers have to win games this year, it's all based off pitching and defense, especially if Christian Yelich isn't coming back in that lineup anytime soon, they're not going to score a bunch of runs. There's a reason why they're two big off season additions were Jackie Bradley jr. And Colton Wong. There's a specific way that they want to win. So that would scare me off of, you know, Burns and Woodruff, if you haven't played those yet, or even Peralta. Okay, stop me when I get to a name where you're like, there is no chance, no chance they're going to win. Of course, okay. DeGrom's a favorite. 
People are going to talk about Burns if it's not DeGrom. Okay, fine. Now I'm going to start rattling off some names. Nola, Kershaw, Eflin, Woodruff, Urias, Darvish, Musgrove, Rogers, Wheeler. You stopping me yet? Or do all of them have a decent have a chance? I don't a think chance. Kershaw has a chance. Um would you I'm, say I I don't I, I'm I wouldn't probably want to take a shot with Kershaw this year. Okay. No on Kershaw for me. Man, probably Stroman? no on Wheeler for me. Stroman doesn't have enough strikeouts. No. He'll be a gold glover, but he's not going to have the strikeouts. And I worry about him staying healthy, making every single start, making but 80 I, starts. I think your idea of staying in the top eight is probably right. I feel like you have to this year, you know. I, I mean, mean e- even though there's so much baseball left, you stay up there, and you, you're probably gonna. It's just a matter of picking the right guy. Who would you like? Let's say slow starts, right? Sonny Gray got done talking about that. He's off to a slow start. Do you expect him to get right? What about Kyle Hendricks? Like, if you are going to take a long shot with any of these guys that have struggled out of the gate, yeah. would it be somebody like that? Somebody that's just struggling that has historically been really good? Or are you going like down the list? I mean, once you go down the list, man, this gets more and more ridiculous. Josh Hader's a closer right now. He's plus seven. He's plus 7,000. A closer's not going to win the Cy Young. No, of course not. Um, Hendricks is out. He doesn't strike enough guys out. Okay. And he's, and he's had a bad start. Like he would have to be nearly perfect to be under consideration for the Cy Young award. Like he was in 2016, I guess, because he, I believe he was a top three guy and he was the ERA leader and he still couldn't win it that year. Yeah. So no Hendricks is completely out. No, I, I, I would look at the guys that have performed well, that you can still find a big number, like maybe Urias, but like, but I, I I don't think he's going to win. But he shouldn't be seventy to one. Is my point? No, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. I probably like the, the the biggest long shot I'd probably take would be somebody maybe like Jack Flaherty at thirty three to one. Now I'm intrigued with you, Darvish though twenty to one. I think that that's yeah. probably th- th- I agree. long shot I'm going to take. Yeah, I'm going to stay on top of the board. And again, I do expect the ground to be just fine and be back out there uh, and most likely to win this thing. But. Man, even I, I wouldn't hate the four to one play for Corbin Burns right now. I mean, he hasn't walked anybody yet, and he is—he's just on the COVID list. I mean, they haven't officially announced that, but whenever okay. they talk about something, that's kind of what it is. And also, and it's kind of surprising because now the Brewers, I believe, as of yesterday, uh, reached their eighty-five percent as well, where everything's going to be relaxed with the oh, okay situation. And it just so happens that three game three days before that, Burns goes on the IL, but he'll be back. I would expect by next week. I would hope. Let's sit on some of these props. Uh, what about strikeouts? Anything? Okay, now more are popping up. Thankfully, jeez, it's one frustrating thing in the morning. Uh, Bieber has popped at nine and a half. That is out there. Let's see. Do we have one on Perez? That's the one I've been keeping an eye on for. No, of course okay, not. I got nothing on him yet. I found a Darvish. Jesus. Okay. The the reason I'm I'm going to be looking for Perez whenever it does get posted today is. You want to look anytime the Tigers are going against the lefty. They strike out against lefties 37% of the time. 37% of the time. So I'll be looking for a Perez prop, I guess, later this afternoon, whenever they decide to post it. Usually there's a reason they're holding off. Yeah, absolutely. I saw a seven and a half for you, Darvish, uh, going against the Pirates today. Yep. That's one that I don't hate. Uh, look at what he 
does, obviously. He strikes out a bunch of batters. Uh, last time he faced Pittsburgh, went seven innings, gave up three hits, struck out six. So that number may be just about right. Uh, the Pirates struggle against Darvish. They bat just 114 uh, as a team in 77 plate appearances against them. I still I still don't hate Darvish over seven and a half strikeouts uh, going against Pittsburgh today. What about what about Keuchel under three and a half at plus 120? Yeah, I think you talked me into that, man. That's just <laughs> it's dangerous. I know it's really dangerous, but when I see those short, like the short numbers, I like to play the unders. Uh, right. I definitely don't want to go over on that one. Probably a lot of ground balls in that one. Mm-hmm. I think I like it. I think you talked me into it, especially at plus money. If I don't have to pay the juice to go under there, yeah, I like that for Michael. Like I mentioned earlier, four is as high this year. So maybe you shouldn't be that scared off. Otani number is six and a half. We always consider Otani. Tampa Bay strikes out a bunch. What do you think? Yeah, Tampa Bay strikes out a bunch. The only thing that concerns me is the same thing that concerns me about Otani every single start. Is he going to make it to inning five, or is he going to walk a bunch of guys? Is there going to be a cut on his finger? That's the only thing that concerns me. But I'd probably play the over on Otani. Absolutely. Uh, Post Singer, let's go. Every name I, I'm interested in, they don't have a number on. Yeah, nothing yet. I was even looking at something for John Gray. A whole lot of – not a lot posted uh, yet. And then Means. How about Means? Means. Means, man. I'm going to yeah. be all over means as soon as I get a prop on him. And I'm all over. I played Baltimore, actually, during that last break. Why not? I'll take means the Means is six and a half. Juiced? So, uh, the under. Really? Yeah. I go over. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. We'll make it official later on during lightning bets. All right. How about some NFL? We got to get some NFL conversation. I want to talk about the MVP award, but also I want to give you a few minutes. so You could tell the people what is really going on with the Packers. Uh, A lot of national narratives that people are running with what's happening and what's going to happen. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. This is BetQL daily. Keep it locked into the BetQL audio network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 